Listening to the KSR Football Podcast. Welcome in to the KSR Football Podcast. We're back. It's football time in the bluegrass. Spring ball is upon us. And I just, I'm overjoyed. So happy to be here and happy to be uh, presented by our friends from Justice Dental. I'm Nick Rouse. Drew Franklin is here. So is Charles Walker, Freddie Maggard, and a special guest. From Justice Dental, Dr. Tristan Thompson. Welcome to the podcast, Doc. Happy to have you here. Man, we're, I don't know what I bring to this, uh, but I, I'm very excited. <laughs> and uh, I got I got some dental knowledge to spread if anybody's uh, interested in that. And uh, just, just looking forward to talking with you guys. Happy to be here. He's Ooh. very good with teeth. Freddie and I both. Uh, see yes. I, I probably see him more than one person should. But, uh, yeah, we, we, we can both vouch for his expertise. <laughs> If Doc Man. Thompson, if Doc Thompson can get me in a dental chair, he's good for. I mean, you practically have to lay the gas to me as my foot touches the parking lot to get me into the door. Is 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 how scared I am. Was scared of going to the dentist until I hooked up with Doc Thompson. And man, it's it's I, it's not a great experience. I'm not going to lie, but it, it's the best experience that it can be. <laughs> You guys are kind, man. We, we crank up the nitrous tank for Freddie when he's in the box. But we appreciate everything. And uh, thanks for having us on. And I want us to be part of it. Absolutely. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure you get tired of seeing Drew. Um, so just another, I guess, excuse to see Drew Franklin. Um, but we're happy to have you here. Happy to have Justice Dental as a partner at the KSR Football Podcast. Um, if you go in, you'll probably see Doc Thompson or Drew. Drew's there all the time. He's he's a recurring customer basically every single day. Absolutely. <laughs> but we need to talk some football. Uh, spring practice has sprung today. Kentucky officially kicked off spring ball. We got to talk about it some. And first things first, there's a new offensive coordinator in town. A bunch of new coaches in the building Charles Walker, former punt returning, pass catching extraordinaire. You went through some offensive coordinator changes. I, I, so you're at least in a familiar setting with these guys. What's going through their mind when they're getting to learn a new offense during spring ball? I mean, I only went through three in four years. I think that's pretty common, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. No, I do. Uh, I remember when <clears> – <throat> Shannon Dawson came in after Coach Brown, and obviously the first thing you really notice is the difference in coaching personality versus the actual scheme. Um, and then when Grant came in 
that was kind of when I was a bit more mature. So I do think that question kind of depends on how old you are, how long you've been in the program. And I guess it goes back to maturity because, you know, sometimes you can have a senior that acts like a freshman and vice versa. Um, but I think the biggest thing that is crazy for some of the guys is that, you know, sometimes the person that recruited them there is the OC or the DC or a certain coach. And then he gets, or he leaves. And, you know, one of the main reasons you're there is because of this guy. And then he leaves. Um, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of things going through their minds and spring practice slash film and, and finally getting out and, and seeing their scheme and how they operate can definitely change, you know, if you're at Kentucky or you're anywhere, what it's like. So I, I think you give them time, obviously. So I don't know what's going through these guys' heads, but when, when we had new coaches, it was always, all right, I want to impress Shannon. And then I wanted to impress Eddie and Darren and Lamar. Um, I, that's the biggest thing that I bet's going through their, through their mind is I got to impress this dude. Yeah. And Freddie, I get the sense that it's almost kind of like a trial where all these new guys, heck even Luke Fortner, you know, he's been there for 17 years. He's old man, Luke, but even <laughs> he got to kind of show off his stuff a little bit, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I listened to Cohen's comments today and, and he talked about working on fundamentals, install uh, technique and all, all the things that you would expect. Um, but I think with, with, with offensive coordinator changes, much like to what Charles said, I think the intent, the coordinator's intent is the most important thing as far as evaluating the offense. And, is it, and Cohen's intent for spring practice is obviously install and then working on fundamentals. When I hear him say fundamentals, I automatically look at the quarterback position. I think you'll see the most gains in fundamentals with the quarterbacks, with their feet, with their hips, uh, with everything in their footwork. I think you'll see an improvement there. And also the receiver position. Charles can speak more on that. But, uh, you know, it was good to hear Josh Ali, a Kentucky receiver, saying he wished that they had practice tomorrow because that group has not had a lot of fun over the last three years. Let's just be honest here. And to see that uh, is inspiring. And to the point that – that, uh, and I'm almost ready to make the declaration, Drew, that Josh Ali will be the breakout player in the SEC. I'm not there yet, but I'm getting there. Well, he's the only receiver that anyone knows of that has proven experience. So he's got a, a great canvas to start painting with in what feels like his ninth year. But I, I hope he breaks through and uh, becomes that star you say across the conference. Because uh, they're going to be the receiver. With one caveat, because we got our man Wandale on campus. Yeah. We're number yeah. one. I mean, Freddie, he was already talking about, yeah, I got, got kind of open today because everybody was watching Wandale. Yeah, no, I'm telling you right now, I'm, I'm, I'm on the, I'm on the, the cusp of saying that Kentucky will have the two breakout players of, of 2021, and they're both slot receivers, Wondell Robinson, Josh Ali. So I'm not quite there, but but Doc Thompson, I am so close to, to calling my shot. <laughs> well, who's, who's going to be throwing the ball is my question, Freddie. Yeah, that, that, you know, that that's a great question, Doc, because, you know, uh, Cohen answered exactly how that I've been talking about leading up to, to spring practice. This thing ain't going to be over with until fall camp. I mean – he is not going to declare a starter until Will Levis has been given full and ample opportunity to earn a job. So I, I, I don't – we couldn't know – we possibly couldn't know the starter until the Louisiana-Monroe game. I mean, that's how crazy this thing may go because I do think it's Bo Allen 
Joey Gatewood now. Those two have separated, in my opinion. And then you're going to have to factor in, will, will, can Will Levis come in and compete for the job? Because you don't bring in a transfer from Penn State to, to not play. So he's going to get his full shot. And Doc, if you know anything about Mark Stoops, you know he's going to wait till that very last minute before he gives us any sort of hand at all. Remember Sawyer Smith? Like, oh, you know, Sawyer looked good out there today. He was great in practice. He did. He had like a, a separated shoulder and a broken wrist. And Coach Stoops <laughs> is still like, yeah, I think he can go out there and play. He he loves to keep things close to the vest. And uh, now that Kroger Field is is currently the state's largest vaccination clinic in the state, it's a it's a good excuse for him to say, you know what, we're just we can't show you our offense at the spring game. I'm so sorry. I I wish we could do something. So that is unfortunate. We will not uh, get to see a spring game. But Drew, you know that Stoops is just like, oh gosh, I'm getting I'm getting a new offense. I don't have to show anybody anything. This is great. He's liking it, but as a fan, uh, I think I can speak for a lot of fans. We're pretty bummed because this is a very highly anticipated spring with the quarterback. Uh, new quarterback, whoever it is, we know it's going to be someone new. Wandell, a lot of guys back we didn't expect to have back. I think this is a spring game we're all going to get really excited about. So it was, I was pretty bummed that there won't be one. But you're right, Stoops will like getting to hide his cards a little bit more from anyone else that might be trying to peek in on what's happening over there. Hey, Doc, I got something for you. I mean, you, you play baseball at the school that I hate the most in the entire world, Owensboro <laughs> Catholic, until I went back this last year and got to know the people there. And actually, I'm okay with them now. I should have gotten over it throughout the years. Do you – Kentucky canceled spring ball – spring game because of COVID, and they should have. That was the right call. Because, you, you mean, COVID vaccinations and testing, that's real-life medical stuff. You, have to, you can't slow that down or break it down and have to restart it. Just let it go. But with no spring game. My take, Doc, is, is Kentucky's going to come out against Louisiana Monroe. Very plain, very basic. So Missouri will only get one week to prepare for this Kentucky defense. Is there a little bit of gamesmanship going on, Doc? Hey, man. I, you know, I got to address it. Owensboro Catholic real quick, man. I know. Shout out to my aces down there. Those guys uh, <laughs> always, always got some good stuff in Western Kentucky. And I love, love Owensboro and everything Owensboro's got, but – Little gamesmanship, and hey, listen to what you were saying earlier. If you want that comeback, those comeback players, those players of the year you're talking about, we're used to seeing a wide receiver at quarterback. Just throw yeah. Ali or Wandell back there, you know. Those guys, <laughs> will, you know, worst case scenario, throw them back there the first week, and I guarantee you they haven't prepared for that. So there's some gamesmanship. That is. There you go. I'm, I do want to just go around the horn and and just bounce this idea because Freddie talked about the potential breakthrough player in the sec we're not going to get to see it but but who do you all think could have the biggest spring uh to springboard them pun intended into the fall i want to start with you charles walker well i think wandell is obviously the i guess the easiest answer I, i'm going to say offense first i got to think on the defensive side um well i guess i don't defense i'm gonna go mark mccall offense i'm gonna go wandell solely because you know he's got to prove himself to these guys um, and, you know, obviously we know that he can do it. We've seen him do it, but if he wants to earn the respect of these, of his co-offensive players and defensive players, he's got to prove that he can do what, you know, he was recruited to do out of high school. So that would be my call. I'm taking the easy way out, but there do you, you go. Hate, do you hate Drew? Yeah. What? 
I can't even name another player on the team. I'm, my brain went straight there when Nick said, uh, who's, who needs a big spring? I knew where he was. I knew where Drew was going with it. So I just decided, <laughs> you know what? I'll take that. That's the easy answer. But Drew Bully has, it's, it's very unlike him to be getting rave reviews from the defensive coordinator and the head coach about just how mature he's been since he's come back. That's huge for the defense. Yeah, and part of the reason we love Bully is there might have been a little, I don't want to say immaturity, but he lacks some of the maturity. You know, we get the dancing and the shaking the belly and goofing off, which is why we like him. So it is pretty surprising to hear his first spring going into what, what presumably he'll be the starter taking over for Bohanna that he's already making waves as kind of, kind of a leader and showing maturity in the locker room. I, I hope that doesn't take away from the celebrations and the trash talking that makes us uh, love Bully, but uh was nice to hear Mark Stoops brag about him in the, in the first press conference yesterday. Mm-hmm. I'll go, since he did take bully, uh, showing that we our time off, we've lost some camaraderie here because there is unwritten rule. I get to speak about Mark Juan McCall at every opportunity. That's true. But That's I, true. I will go over to the offense side of the ball, and he's not really a newcomer, but I'm expecting a big jump from Keaton Upshaw. You saw a lot at the last season, especially towards the end of the year, but I think we're going to get a major leap from him and it will begin with the work he's putting in now and throughout the spring. Hmm. I like that one. I like that one. Yeah. Doc, who do you think is due for, for a nice spring that, that we should keep on our eyes? Man, I tell you, this guy's not going not gonna to surprise anybody, but I think the running back we got is Rodriguez. I know that's, I know that's where he is uh, to be that guy. But I think he's going to step up and prove us all right. Rodriguez is a an absolute bell cow, and I, I think he can carry that workload. We heard the new running backs coach John Settle compare him to James Conner, who's pretty good, Freddie. Yeah, he, he, James Conner, pretty good back. Um, but also, we need to see it from the other guys as well, like Cavasi Smoke, who's dealt with some injury problems. Who, I mean, because. As much even when we you had Benny Snell, you still needed somebody else to as a change of pace back. Yeah, I, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stick on the offensive side of the football, and I'm gonna go with Quentin Wilson at center. Uh, last what six years, seven years, we've had virtually two players snapping the football: John Toth, and then briefly Bunchy Stallings, and then Drake Jackson started how many consecutive games at an All American level. So you've had back to back All SEC centers. And two of the best to ever do it at UK. Side note, Damani Dawson played guard. Um, but I, I think Quentin Wilson, you know, I, I expect big things from him. And, and there will be a drop-off from Drake Jackson because, again, Drake, in my opinion, is the best that I've seen play at Kentucky. Um, but Quentin, I, I think, is, right, is ready to step into that role and to be the quarterback of that offensive line. And he's going to need to be because there are going to be, you know, new starters on that offensive line, including himself. So my player that I think that has to have a big leap and, and, and have a strong spring is Quentin Wilson. Freddie. You know, I, I, oh, go, no, Chuck, you got it. I I just wanted to reiterate, Freddie's probably right. You know, he, he's the quarterback of the O-line. He's calling out all the blitz and the pass protections. In order to have a good offense, you got to start with a good center that knows what he's doing. And as Freddie said, we've been lucky to have a couple that have taken us through this era if you will this decade um so i think that that's a that's a great call freddie and i wish i could change my answer so there you go 
Oh man, <laughs> Chuck, you, you don't need to. You got some stuff on your nose, some old brown stuff on your nose from my butt kissing. Charles looks a little yeah. bit like Kyle, Kyle Macy, doesn't he? Oh, you just been watching. You watched that documentary, and you got Kyle Macy on the brain, Freddie. That's yeah, all. Yeah, Charles, that sweater reminds me of Kyle Macy. How he was dressing back in the seventies. I don't want to put the tie on for you guys. It's been so long. I decided <laughs> I let that one wait. <laughs> you can do a big bow tie for us too. That's about you know, twelve inches wide. I can't, like they used to wear I can't tie day. a bow tie. Every time I wear a bow tie, I gotta go to my buddy Clay Senta's mom's house. Beth Senta, shout out to you. She's the only woman that's ever tied a bow tie for me. Oh, we we wore bow ties at my wedding, and nobody knew how to tie one. And it was four yeah, hours for the wedding, and I'm like sweating, just bullets trying to figure out. Luckily, there was one family friend who could figure it out, and he saved the day. But Mm -hmm. for my pick i'm kind of going to go with freddie i'm going to go for somebody that but with a twist this person needs to have a big spring and that's justice dingle yeah that was my number two pick justice justice dental justice dingle we could get him confused uh justice dingle outside linebacker kentucky justice dental great dentistry office with two locations in lexington you should check them out at (laughs) justicedental.com Doc, you got a phone number for us for to, to share? Where, where where can they call you? Yeah, absolutely, man. We got two offices there in Lexington. Uh, we got one on Blazer Parkway. That's kind of towards uh, Manowar Richmond Road, kind of I-75, uh, quick access. That's 859-543-0700. If you're on the other side of town, over by Lexington Christian Academy behind the mall, we're on Wellington Way. That number is 859 278 uh 0923 and so would love to see anybody that that's looking around lexington and we can talk some shop talk some football talk talk anything uk bring it on in and uh we might do some dentistry we might not we'll see but uh (laughs) i do i I like the blazer location for my weekly visits uh i've been in both chairs both great spots but i i do my frequenting at the blazer location yeah, it's got you. You have an imprint in that chair, Drew. It's uh, op number thirteen. <laughs> op number, well, op number thirteen. Lucky thirteen for Drew Franklin. We just have a, a placard placard on the wall there. Drew, Drew, the, the, Doc's telling you to lose weight, dude. That's harsh, right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tell you what, they have some of the best HGTV. Uh, while they work on your teeth, I get lost in what is it, love it or list it? It's like I don't even know their pulling cavities out. <laughs> man, uh, I tell you, it's HGTV is on 99% of those channels. It's crazy, man. I've seen them all. Yeah. My, my personal favorite is Good Bones. I don't, I don't know what I just, I like those girls. Uh, they just yeah. got, got some spunk to them. Uh, I did want to mention, though, that Justice Dingle, Kentucky really lacking depth. At that outside linebacker position, they really struggled to get pressure last year. He needs to have a big spring just to get reacclimated with the position. He was playing as a 4-3 defensive end at Georgia Tech. So this spring's big for him just to get back in the swing of things and hopefully add, add a, a much-needed body at that, that jack outside linebacker position. For uh, you and Nick – or you and Freddie, Nick um, – I'm not as in tune as what is happening currently. What are our expectations or what should they be of Justice Dingle? I know his story. I know where he's going to play, but is he, does he need to be the guy right away or uh, what are we expecting of him? In my opinion, yes, Kentucky. Kentucky needs uh, Justice Dingle to, to be as good as, as most think he can, most thinks he can be. 
but yeah, I, I do think as of right now that the Jack, the outside linebacker slash defensive end or Jack linebacker position could be played by committee uh, pretty much because Justice Dingle at his size is going to be fantastic against the run. Yeah, and, yeah. and then you bring in a, a designated pass rusher uh, or a blitzer because, you know, maybe or, or Justice Dingle can fill both spots. Uh, but I, I think, you know, I, I was almost instead of going with Quentin Wilson, I was going to go with Justice Dingle and whoever can rush the passer. Yeah, uh, but, yeah, I, I think that's a vital position. Is And, you know, we all talk about Wondell, and I think Wondell's great. I mean, I've been a Wondell fan since he was a sophomore in high school. But I think that the transfer from Georgia Tech to Kentucky by Justice Dingle may be the most important portal transaction that Kentucky's gotten due to the fact that there's nobody at that position. K.D. McDaniel has potential, but he only played in five games last year, made one tackle. So it, it, it's, it's a position of need. It's a position of necessity. So, yeah, I think, I think Justice Dingle walks right in and starts for now until they figure it all out. I, my thing with Dingle is I just hope that because because I, I feel like he's similar to Pascal and that he's a big body and he's a little bit of a tweener. I just hope he's got enough explosiveness to play that spot. That's my one concern with him. So show it off a little bit, get comfortable in that spot this spring. We won't be able to see it. Uh, and we're not going to be able to see much. We're going to get pictures. We're going to get some some highlight stuff. I, I, I think they might be having an SEC network type production for us to watch. But it's going to be pretty limited, so we're going to be relying a lot on what they tell us and relay us. And those are going to be on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. We'll have plenty of reports up on KentuckySportsRadio.com. Uh, I think this podcast will be not every week, but you can also hear plenty of football talk on 11 personnel with me and Adam Luckett, now, now a full-timer with the crew. And then on Thursdays with Freddie, that's a Tuesday podcast, and then Freddie and I are going to be meeting on Thursdays on the depth chart, breaking down everything that's been happening, all the – I mean, you you name it, we got it. But today, folks, we're going to have a little bit fun. All right. We're getting a little weird because, you know, we can only talk spring ball till we're blue in the face. And, Drew, what's what's this week all about? This It's the time of the year. It's, it's March Madness. So, you know what? We've got to fill in our bracket. Yeah, uh, our bracket of not oh. basketball, I hope. No, definitely not basketball. This is the KSR Football Podcast Tournament of Kentucky Football Things. Yes. Uh, we, need, we need to put music in there. I know. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> One in uh, and a There we go. <laughs> so I've assembled a bracket of Sweet 16 random Kentucky football things. You all are going to be my selection committee. Moving each one along. There's some doozies in here. I hope I can surprise you. Maybe get a chuckle or two. You all will be deciding which is best. And all-time it's, leader in fair catches, number one seed. Well, <laughs> it's it's purely based on whatever you got to convince it. So we're going to go through here and may the best random Kentucky football thing win. We have four voters. I will act as the tiebreaker. I like it's, this. Yeah. There's a lot of people in the country right now writing down a bunch of crap about a sport that doesn't matter this week. Nope. It is spring football season. I don't care about Gonzaga. The NCAA tournament's stupid. Kentucky basketball set out this year because they knew football was so important this season. So Tell I like them, that Drew. we're doing the right bracket. Tell them, Drew. Love Woo. it. 
absolutely love it. And I hope y'all love this because our first matchup, these were randomly selected. I did not do any seating whatsoever, just random selected. Up first, we have Lynn Bowden's neck tattoo versus the L's down. It's a it's a Goliath. Both highly, highly controversial here. Yeah. Highly controversial. Charles, you sound like you have an opinion. Would you like to weigh take your yeah. vote first? I'm, you know, be it that I'm from Louisville and be it that the L's down really makes one fan base extremely mad for really no reason at all. And it's considered a taunt and disrespectful. I got to go with the L's down. Wow. Charles, an anti-L's down person generally votes for the L's down. Huge surprise. Freddie Maggard, are you taking Limbone's neck tattoo or the L's down? I'm going all things Limbone here. I, you know, again, I'm old. That's a We all know that. Uh, I'm cranky these days. Uh, but I'm taking all things Limbone because I didn't grow up hating Louisville. You yeah, know, and, I, and you're well, in the I tattoo grew, club now too. You I, might, yeah. Have I, I, listen, I, I'm freshly inked, so I'm a part of the club. Uh, but yeah, I, I, you know, I, I, I just, I didn't grow up hating Louisville. I still don't hate Louisville, which is probably controversial within itself. Uh, so I'm going Lynn Bowden here. All right, Doc Thompson. It's tied even, even. Who do you have here? Lynn Bowden's neck tattoo or the L's down? Ah, it's tough, guys. I mean, Owensboro is kind of close to Louisville. So uh, my mom uh, grew up uh, disliking Louisville about as much as a person could. Huge and But I will say I've, I've gone into nostalgia recently, and I'm collecting a ton of football cards, actual football cards. And I pulled a Lynn Bowden rookie card yesterday signed by him on card. Wow. Which is kind of rare, kind of rare. So it's too much coincidence for me that I pulled that card yesterday and it's unbelievable it is in front of me. And I'm going to go uh, the neck tattoo. Going wow. There. Wow. Wow. Drew, are we going to go to the tiebreaker? Is Lynn Bowden's neck tattoo moving on? Holding a stack of football cards. I'm also like Doc Thompson. I didn't get a signed one, but I have a Lynn Bowden. And I also admire uh, kind of the pain tolerance it would take to get that piece of artwork right on the neck. I, I wouldn't oh, no. ask just a, a dot. That being said, no one hates Louisville like I hate Louisville. And I might have still gone with the neck tattoo if not for Scott Satterfield crying about the L's down so much. I believe Charles made <laughs> yep. this point. I don't understand why a hand gesture makes them so angry. We're just taking one they made up and turned it upside down. It's not that insulting. But the way it gets under their skin, I love it. And I will L's down forever as long as it bothers them. So with all due respect to Lynn Bowden's neck, it's a great neck. It's a great tattoo. I'm going L's down. Wow. Wow. The first one, we're already at a tiebreaker. I, I thought Lynn Bowden's neck tattoo would be almost in number one seed category. I thought it would be the Gonzaga of this year's bracket. But here's the thing. Even though I actually have a temporary tattoo in my wallet that I'm saving for a rainy day to put on my neck of Lynn Bowden, it's too, it's so much fun to throw the L's down because it is so dumb. I I don't like doing it, but they get so worked up over it. You can't. It's one of the greatest things to happen to Kentucky football in recent memory. L's down is moving on to the next round. Congratulations, L's down.
I will nice. say too, it's universal. The basketball team uses it. The baseball team uses it. Softball rifle team, and they still get really mad about it. So its versatility is almost untouched. Wow. Both of these are really uh, thought highly of, clearly, with the close vote. Mm-hmm. So if I get an L's down neck tattoo, what does that what does oh, that become? Man. Am I combining two <laughs> one seeds? I think you've just I think you just busted our bracket. March Madness no more. You're just you're <laughs> the champion. Maybe maybe yeah. next year. Next year. Drew, you can go see uh, Lauren at Tattoo Charlie's, Lauren underscore tattoos on Instagram, and she can hook you up with that tattoo. It wouldn't hurt, I promise. I'm really, I'm really glad you you saw Lauren at Tattoo Charlie's because I drive by there a lot, and I love that it says tattoos while you wait. I've just yeah. really admired that. It's it's a yeah. great one. Yeah, I was reading. Stood that. I was why reading that wait? sign in the parking lot as I was scared to death last week. So how bad did it hurt, Freddie? The outline hurt. I'm not going to lie to you, but it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Uh, I'm glad I had my mask on because nobody could tell if I was grimacing. But it wasn't bad at all, honestly. It, it really wasn't. So, hey, Fr- Freddie, Fr- what, yeah. uh, what, what, what's worse, the tattoo chair or the dental chair? Seriously. Which tattoo one? chair. For you. For you. Yeah. Tattoo right. chair. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Because, because I, I get everything that, that Justice Dental has to offer as far as negating the uh, anxiety of being in a dental chair. So, I'm using a good mood when I'm looking up at Doc Thompson's face about two foot from mine as he's drilling or pulling a tooth or something. So yeah. You got the you got the good stuff. You don't get that good stuff at Tattoo Charlie's. You gotta no, you, you, you got you got yeah, you gotta grin and bear it. All right. This this next matchup, it's music to our ears. Drew Franklin, we have the booze at Neyland Stadium versus Air Raid Siren. Man, you you were killing it with these matchups. When you said booze at Neal Stadium, I was like, well, that's a good one. But, man, the air raid, that's about the time I fell in love with Kentucky football. I have an air raid 98 hat sitting right over here that I'll never wear because it's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go with those sirens, <laughs> at least if we're going with when they yes. actually were. Yeah. Not not like air raid 2016. When, yeah. You know, you're scoring 21 points a game. Like OG air raid. Yeah. I, hey, I watch it. <laughs> <laughs> that, the original air raid was a special existence for Kentucky football. Uh, Doc Thompson, who you got in this matchup? To me, this one, uh, there's no, there's no uh, picking for me. It's the air raid all the way. Since I heard it, it brought back some good memories for me, man. So air raid, it's not even, it's not even a consideration of what to pick for me on that one. Oh, wow. Charles Walker, are you going to take us to the fourth pick or are we done? No, I'm not. Um, I'm with Doc Thompson here. When I think of Kentucky football, when I think of that air raid signal, it just gives me chills. And when I think of Neyland Stadium, I just picture that terrible orange color. So once you said Neyland, I didn't even listen, to be honest. (laughs) So there you go. Air raid. Air raid siren. In fairness, the... The boos at Neyland are pretty great. And it is a really cool stadium. I will give them that. Hold on. I I need clarification. Are you saying boos like you drink or... Booze like the fans booed them. The fans booed Boo. them whenever oh, okay. Okay. Kentucky is beating them by a million points. And Jerry okay. Garantano. Oh, wait. did you? He just threw another pick six. <laughs> my, my vote doesn't count here, but I'm going the booze at Nathan Stadium. See, I would have gone that too, Freddie. It was, it was again, too yeah. awesome, man. It was, yeah, I, it was just unlike I'm, anything else. Being the elder statesman of this podcast, I grew up 
uh, without the Governor's Cup game to mm-hmm. live uh, live and die with. So Tennessee was the arch rival, and uh, yeah, the booze in, in Nayland Stadium are is my pick. And okay. I'm you know even though I'm, but it you know what matter. Air Raid Sirens move on in the next matchup. We're moving on to the South Region, the Grits Region. We have passes to the tight end versus Rich Brooks tweets. Freddie, since you didn't get to pick last time, what are you taking? Passes to the tight end or Rich Brooks tweets? I love Rich Brooks. I love his tweets. I love his tomatoes. Um, Love the man. But I'm going passes to the tight end because Kentucky's got two good ones now, real good ones. And, 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 And Rig and Upshaw, I think they're going to be special this year. Uh, Brandon Bates is, is a solid player as well. Then bringing in uh, Jordan Dingle. So I'm going passes to the tight end because as a former crappy quarterback in the Southeastern Conference, your best friend is a tight end because it's a sure completion. I'm going tight ends here. Charles, a pass to the tight end, that's one pass less to wide receivers. It's got to be Rich Brooks tweets for you, right? <sighs> this is a tough one. All, really, all, all of them have been tough. Um I love reading Rich Brooks's tweets. One, because you can just tell that he was the most awesome dude in the world, the best coach ever. But he always has golf tweets, and he can never quite get the O correct in S-H-O-T, and it's always S-H-I-T. But that's not even my favorite part. My favorite part is sometimes he'll have a really good score, but then he'll say, but I lost money. And sometimes he has a really bad score, but he says, but I won some money. So I got to go with Rich Brooks tweets. Oh, it's one to one. Doc Thompson, where do you weigh in on this topic? Man, I've been thinking heavy on this for the last minute. Uh, I love the tweets, especially the golf stuff. I think that's hilarious when he's tweeting out his 70s or 80s or whatever he's shooting. I ain't that on random golf courses, super random ones. I oh, love yeah. that, but I'm going to take it back to my Owensboro roots one more time here. At Owensboro Catholic, when I played ball, we we never rate, we never passed it ever for Owensboro Catholic before they brought in a new coach. We had something called the belly jump pass. And the belly <laughs> jump pass. Let me tell you what the belly jump pass was. Uh, play uh, play action, jump like a like two feet behind the center. The quarterback jumped and threw it to a straight uh, tight end cross route. And I was nice. that tight end in eighth grade. So I'm going uh, I'm going tight going tight tight end passes for me. Oh wow. Drew We got two two eighth grade tight ends with Drew and Doc Thompson. I know. Drew, this are are we gonna are tight ends moving on? I'm really torn here. Like right now, as I start to speak, still haven't made a decision. It's so close. Dr. Thompson kind of hit me with the tight end talk. Also former <laughs> tight end. However, I was a blocking tight end. They didn't look my way very often. Not even sure I caught a pass. Golf, tomatoes. That's all we get from Rich Brooks. Very limited, but he knows what he's doing. He's good at both. So for me, frequency is the deciding factor. And uh, when it comes to frequency of Rich Brooks tweets, they're a lot more frequent than throws the tight end which makes me appreciate the tight end throws more at the University of Kentucky. And I'm going with the tight end uh, throws in a wild roller coaster ride to get there. Oh, wow. Uh, so I, I, I thought you were picking the other one, but absence does make the heart grown fonder. We ever going to throw it to Brooks, CJ? 
I can get a Rich Brooks tweet any day. The tight ends, I need more of that. I need more of that in my life. Oh, oh man. I we Don't we all? Don't we all? Passes to the tight end, moves on to the next round. And now we've got two specialty plays. Uh, and it's kind of, in Drew's case, one happened a little bit more frequently than others. Maybe not for good reasons, but we have Max Duffy punts versus Bunchy Stallings pancakes. Ooh. Yeah, this is, uh, once again, there are no easy matchups in the KSR Football Podcast Tournament of Kentucky Football Things. Drew, you taking Bunchy Stalling pancakes or Max Duffy punts? This was an easy for easy one for me. I'm glad you'd love with me. It is Max Duffy punts all day long. Love Bunchy. His pancakes were a beautiful thing. But for Max Duffy, it's obviously I don't want UK to have to punt, but I kind of get up, scoot up in my seat a little bit. It's not like go to the bathroom time or punting. That mm-hmm. can sometimes be the play of the game, as we saw in the bowl game. So for me, it's you never know what Max Duffy's about to do every time he's back there. Wow. That, that. I'm not surprised. Uh, it, great news, though. Max Duffy's number 93 is staying with Wilson Berry. So we'll still have a number 93. We're probably going to call him Max a few times. But as of now, Wilson Berry gets a number 93. All right, Charles Walker, Max Duffy punts or bunchy stalling pancakes? See, this one's pretty close to home. Um, I went in with Bunchy. Bunchy left his high school baseball state ring in my car about 15 times throughout college. And every time I just tell him, why are you going to bring that thing if you're just going to leave it in my car and then I'm going to have to worry about it? Um, and God, I loved watching that big old boy pancake people especially the one that being said especially the one in florida Mm -hmm. that being said drew's kind of right i mean when when that ball was in duffy's hands that thing was getting pinned at the five or it was going to be an 80 yard roller um or you go back to that nc state game where he just completely jukes a guy and they should have scored a touchdown but instead you know we somehow get like a 55 yard punt out of nowhere um I, i think you know, I Come was on, happy with, with Max. Duff, uh, Stallings, go. Bunchy <laughs> oh, pancakes. So it is bunchy pancakes. <laughs> Just back and forth, cannot make up his mind. Doc That's Thompson, it. I think you're going to be a little bit more decisive in this matter. Am I correct? Yeah, yeah. Real quick, easy. Uh, Max Duffy was ESPN top 10. Haven't seen Bunchy there. Duffy. Mm. Uh, I'm fat. I like pancakes. I love Bunchy. Bunchies. Wow. A tiebreaker. And see, as exciting as that play was in Florida, because it really iced the game and let Benny Snell get a key third down run, I love watching Max punt the football. Best punter in the history of punters, Max Duffy and the Ray Guy Award winner, moves on to the next round. Now we're going to turn back the clock a little bit because we've got an item from years past that I think some people forgot. This was Hal Mummy's sweat towel against Benny Snell's mouthpiece if you all recall mummy had it wasn't just like a hand towel either this thing was it was a big old sucker it was always around his neck he was chewing on it he's wiping his face he was throwing it down it was quite the prop there in the late 90s i don't think it got on college game day as much as benny snell's mouthpiece though so drew franklin where do we stand in this battle of props uh, again I, I don't even have to think about it it's mummy's sweat towel i remember it well it was like sometimes it could even be beach towel sized. It definitely mm-hmm. wasn't some Enormous. little little rag. And it also takes me back to my my favorite era of UK football that didn't involve Freddie Maggard or Charles Walker. 
So I'm going with the uh, mummy towel. No offense to Benny. Wrap him up in the mummy towel. Freddie, who do you like here in this in this battle? My dentist is on the podcast. He works on teeth. I'm going Benny Snell's mouthpiece. <laughs> I, oh, man. That, that, I really put you in a corner here, Doc Thompson. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, hey, I mean, listen, I, I got to stick. I mean, there, there's things that are important in football, but I'll stick to my profession. And uh, I'm going to go the mouthpiece here, the spinning piece. I think he kind of transcended mouthpieces a little bit. I think it's kind yeah. of iconic. Mm-hmm. And uh, it might stand for a while. So I'll, I'll go with Benny Snell's mouthpiece. Absolutely. Charles, you, you aren't a big fan of swag, typically. Is, it was, it was Benny Snell's mouthpiece too much swag for you? Much respect to Benny. That's his swag. Let him rock it. I'm an old school guy. I'm going with the sweat, the sweat uh, towel. Oh, wow. Wow. And here's the thing. As much as I enjoy my teeth, too. The sweat towel is when I picture mummy, I think of him angry with the towel. And I, I think of Benny in many more different ways. It's much more iconic. The Hal Mummy sweat towel is surprisingly moving on. Man, we've got a lot of tiebreakers here. This is this is much closer than I anticipated. But I think this one, uh I, I Freddie, I know where you're gonna land. It's the big blue wall versus crowd surfing Mark Stoops. Kentucky's dominant offensive line versus Mark Stoops flying on top of people at Missouri. Who do you got, Freddie? In an upset, because I was in that locker room. I'm going with Mark Stoops crowd surfing. Wow. I'm in a stunner, in a I'm one, shocked. 16 versus one. I'm going with Mark Stoops crowd surfing. People do forget, Drew, that you can see Freddie in the background just grinning from one ear to the other. <laughs> Are you? Am I up? I, yeah, if you want to be up, go ahead. Can I hear some of the others? I'm still torn again, and I don't want to have to talk in circles. Well, then it wouldn't be a surprise. Okay, you- that's true. I'm, I'm, I'm helping the upset. The, the crowd surfing for me might have been Stoops' greatest moment of all time. So. <laughs> I, I'm with Freddie, and I, I kind of forgot that Freddie was in it too, so I, I see why he picked it. But that, I don't think that can be topped as a celebration. Does anybody think it can be topped by the big blue wall? I do. Oh, Charles, stepping up for the big boys up front. I appreciate I that, Charles. You're respecting the guys who are protecting. And I respect John Schlarman. When I think of big blue wall, I think of him. That's an easy one. Coach Thompson, are we kicking it to me, or is this going to be – Coach Stoops's win. I appreciate the guy in the trenches. I'm going to go with the wall, man, especially this year. Well, I I hate to do this, but it's that that's the most fun I've had watching a football game was Mark Stoops crowd surfing at that Missouri win. I was running around on the field like an idiot. It was a great time. And it made me fall in love with the song Mo Bamba. So I'm going with Crowd Soup and Mark Stoops. Crowd Can Soup. I throw in a moral victory for the Big Blue Wall? Yes. And Coach Slarman. I mean, yeah. they were the ones that had to pick him up. So they were right there, a part of that, too. So they're kind of moving on to the next round with him as part of that celebration. That's true. That's true. They were all in this together for that. Um, so I, I like where your head's at, Drew. And if we're being honest, um, I, I really, I'm, I, I was, this was the selection committee getting biased, um, you know, hand up, 
They make mistakes. Mitch Barnhart did not make a mistake, though, by keeping Louisville. <laughs> okay. Now we've got another matchup of familiar names. This is angry Mark Stoops versus third-person Benny Snell. Benny Snell loved to talk <laughs> about Benny Snell because Benny Snell was the best running back in the SEC. He said it often. He said it loud. He said it proud. Doc Thompson, are we taking the – Third person version of Benny Snell talking about himself, or are we taking angry Mark Mark Stoops? I think he should have left his mouth guard in a little bit when he was at UK. Every once in a while, I love the guy. Absolutely. I'm gonna go with the uh the angry face stoops. When I see those memes and things, that's <laughs> just it's a great face. It's a great face. <laughs> so, uh, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go stoops, and I've seen that face on the golf team, and it's uh it, it, it's it's entertaining. I'm gonna go that, Freddie. I don't think have you have you ever been on the wrong side of an angry Mark Stoops? I, I, I'd imagine that's not a good place to be. It's not a good place to be. I'm going with anger face Mark Stoops hmm. in a route. Wow, in a route. Yeah, Charles. I agree with Freddie. It's uh, I've I've been there a couple times. I've seen it many times. Don't want to ever see it again. Uh, I'm gonna go with that one. Uh, my favorite angry Mark Stoops is whenever you ref- were refusing to fake an injury. That was, That's a pretty good story. That was quite humorous. That was a, an old KSR football podcast story. Angry Mark Stoops moves on. Final matchup of the first round. We have Josh Allen Sachs versus Steven Johnson's tongue. Mm. Yes. Mm. Steven Johnson from the South Carolina game in Columbia. Charles Walker was there for Steven ran away with the game, iced it on third down and then stuck his tongue out at the South Carolina defense really rubbed in their face. That was a great win. Charles, are you taking that over Josh Allen in all of his sack lunches? I love Josh. It came at big times, but that was a four Pete South Carolina was talking all this trash and Steven got the last lap with his tongue out. I'm taking that one. Oh man, Drew's agreeing too. Drew, are we are uh, we gonna be going against Josh Allen too? Uh, I mean, Josh Allen had a lot of sacks, uh, but the tongue—it was like a defining moment for UK football. They had been the ones being taunted forever, and that was like one of the first times in this era that Kentucky got to do the taunting. And as Charles noted, it was yet another win in that rivalry. I'm going with Steven Johnson moment. And there's also a box of like 500 of those masks still in the KSR office somewhere. So. Oh, did I end up bringing them back there? They were in my trunk forever. I don't, I don't know how I got them. I've been trying to get rid of them. I'm, well, maybe you have them. They, they all bounce from all of our cars. So I don't know where they are. Um, if we can find them, we should give them away this weekend. I want uh, one. But yeah, they're, we put them all over my friend's house wall. They're, I think they're still up there. Uh, Freddie, is this going to be a route, or are we going with the man Josh Allen? I listen for a career. I'm going with Josh Allen, uh, arguably the best defensive player to ever play at the University of Kentucky. But oh, South man. Carolina was probably ranked number one in the country going into that week. Uh, I don't know why the media has a love affair with South Carolina, but they do. So I'm going with uh, Stephen Johnson sticking his tongue out. Uh, uh, and and it's it's a route so far. I'm going with wow. Stephen Johnson. That's going to do it. Stephen Johnson's tongue taking down the best college football defensive player, maybe to ever play at UK. What an upset! And see, this is the beautiful thing about March. Cinderella's happened, 
every single day. And folks, we're witnessing history right here. This is history. And what makes this historic is the first round has come to a conclusion with a twist. A couple of teams got buys. Ooh, really throwing a wrinkle on things here because L's down will now have to face off against Charles Walker fair catches. Oh, oh man. <laughs> I called it. so drew what would you rather see the hell's down or a big old way from our friend charles walker it's easily the l's down for me (laughs) you already know i've made my thoughts clear about the l's down but i've seen more 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 charles walker punt return touchdowns than i've seen any other punt return touchdowns so I'd rather my man have an opportunity to put points on the board. Mm. I respect that he's got trusty hands. He knows the spot on the field to do it. But this isn't a university where there's a lot of special teams, TDs happening. So I, I need Charles trying to make something happen. Wow. Got that, a point. I'm advancing L's down. L's down. Moves on for Drew. Doc Thompson, where's your vote? Do we take fair <laughs> catches or L's down? Did he throw the fair catch with the L's down? Is that a, I don't know. Could that happen in the game? Yeah. I mean, that, can somebody pull that move? This year? That would be, it's outstanding. Um, golly, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the fair catch. I'm gonna go with it. I think it's I love it, wow. and uh, he's on the show here. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> there you go. That's a real answer. <laughs> it is iconic. We're gonna save Charles's vote for last. Freddie, L's down or fair catch waving? There's only one person on this podcast that was in the booth that called a Charles Walker touchdown on a kick return or punt return. Can't remember which. And that would be me. There you go. Oh, hey, wow. I'm going womb to tomb with Charles Walker. I'm advancing my vote for Charles Walker's fair catches. Wow, Charles. Is it going to be a humble vote or are you going to take yourself to the next round? Well, you know, it's not too humble. It's about 50 50 here. Good hands, that's perfect. But when I think of a fair catch, I think of two defensive players maybe getting beat off of the the gunner without even touching them. One, a big fan of that one. I'm going to advance the L's now. Oh, Oh, wow. So, Charles, being very humble, uh, very humble. And now it's on me. And here's the thing. I just – I don't – I really just want to make fun of you some more. So, Charles Walker, (laughs) they're moving on. L's down is down and it moves us into a battle <laughs> between passes to the tight end, which our friend Gerald Lorenzen was a big fan of Gerald Lorenzen nicknames versus passes to the tight end. This another, I mean, you've got passes, Derek Smith, Jacob, Tammy, uh, CJ Conrad. We'll have Keaton Upshaw this year. Freddie, are you taking that or Gerald Lorenzen nicknames? Jared Lorenzo nicknames. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going with my guy here. This, it's hard this to is t- touch yeah. the brown net mound of touchdown. The yeah, lefty lefty. There's just there's yeah. so many. It just goes and, on and, and on and on. Yeah, and, and Jared didn't go third person with him, but he kind of did when he you know he he would he would talk about his nickname. So uh-huh. I'm yeah. I'm going with, I'm going with J Lo here. J Lo, Doc Thompson is J Lo or the Pillsbury Throw Boy moving on. He is moving on in a sweep, an absolute sweep. And I, I, I wonder if this could be the sweep the other way. The first round matchup, how Mummy Sweat Towel moved on. Now it's got to go up against 
Stevie Johnson touchdowns. Those last-minute touchdowns were pretty iconic. More iconic than how many sweat tail? Maybe so. What do our voters say? Doc Thompson, where do you stand? I was in a lot of the stadiums for those. Uh, Stevie Johnson getting loose, and I'm going to get loose with him. I'll, I'll uh, vote for him here. Wow, that's why it got a buy. Drew Franklin, is Stevie staying loose into the next round? Uh, Stevie got loose is an all-time moment for me. So, yes, absolutely. Wow, big moment. And I think we're going to have ourselves another clean sweep. The buys are buys for a reason. Am I right, Charles Walker, or am I wrong? I agree. Stevie got loose. Uh, still an awesome play. It's iconic. I also think of Steve Johnson getting loose in the last-minute touchdowns he'd have and a couple big wins, so I'm going with that. Yeah. Oh, that's true. There are two Stevie Johnsons. People do forget that. Uh, also, he had the LSU touchdown, too, where he just made the guy fall down on the uh, uh, the, the the post corner, Freddie. I mean, oh, yeah. that was great. Yeah. Electric. Yeah. Now, this Steve one. <laughs> <laughs> this one is going to be difficult, though, Freddie. Yeah. We've got quarterback Lynn Bowden versus angry Mark Stoops. <laughs> I'm sure that actually he didn't make Mark Stoops too angry whenever he was playing quarterback, but this is this is probably our toughest matchup to date. Freddie, who do you got? In the Youngstown bracket, I am going with – golly. I am going with Lynn Bowden at quarterback on a last-second 30-foot – Three-pointer to win the game. <laughs> Wrong sport, Freddie. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, right. Hail Mary from the 40. There you go. Yeah, yeah. There, yeah, there we go. Uh, Charles, what say you? I'm going to go Lynn, Bo Lynn Bowden quarterback. You know, timeout and time again. Teams knew exactly what we were doing, and he continued to score touchdowns. We continued to win games. <laughs> he changed that season. He yeah. advances. Drew, I was and almost – I was almost hesitant to put quarterback Lynn Bowden in here because I don't know if quarterback can Lynn Bowden can stop. He's like the 2015 Wildcats. Just get out of his way. Just keep Wisconsin away and he'll be fine. It really He's is. more like the two, 1978 Wildcats, Nick. Let's go with a team that's won a champ actually won a championship. <laughs> it really was unbelievable what he did. And even after like one game or two, you're like, well, this can't last forever. And I think he could have done it against pretty much any team in the country outside of a handful of them. Uh, we'll never see a football player do something like that again. That was insane. Well, I threw in some weird wrinkles. So now it's we, we actually are at eight now. Four matchups left. I think we can burn through these. We're not going to do the KSR thing where we drag this along, this bracket along forever. We're going to finish this darn bracket. And it starts with Charles Walker waving his hand against the air raid siren, which – some people are surprised that both of these teams made it this far. Doc Thompson, what say you? Do you want to wave your hand at our friend Charles or turn on the siren? Crank the siren up. It's, it's just too big of my history of UK football. I'm going to go with the siren. Is it, is it bad, too? I can't, I can't say siren. Crank up the siren. Siren. Crank up that siren. There's no mistaking where you're from when, when you say siren. Is, who there's no mistaking who you're picking either right drew who are you picking in this matchup well you know with all due respect to our to our trusted colleague here and let's not forget i started the heisman campaign uh way before <laughs> it was cool to think charles walker might win the heisman 
but I'm going to go with the sirens. It just, it means too much to the, to the football fan in my heart. So uh, it's moving on for me. Freddie is the air raid siren in the final four. I hate to do it to my guy, Charles, cause I love him dearly, but I got, I got to oh. stick with geography and go with my fellow 606 quarterback, Tim couch. Mm. And I'm going with a siren. <laughs> <laughs> the air raid siren moves on to the final four. Well, it will face the winner of Gerald Renz and nicknames versus Max Duffy punts. Two all-time favorites, the greatest to ever do it at their position. Charles Walker, your face is right now in a stunned silence. Let's break that silence. Who do you think deserves a spot in the Final Four? God, I didn't want to go first here. Uh, really, Hefty Lefty, Pillsbury, Throw Boy, best of the best, and you know he changed the game. I still watch his film all the time. It's crazy. I'm going with him. I'm going with uh, with Jared's nicknames. Moving on, Doc Thompson, does Max Duffy stand a chance? Oh, guys, uh, in my mind, he does. And uh, I just thought he was so good at what he did. And maybe maybe I'm just doing that because it was so recent in memory. Love Jared, but I'm going to go Max Duffy here. Oh, wow. Drew, what say you? Uh, I miss Jared every day. You all miss some awesome nicknames like the Abominable Throwman. Uh, <laughs> what was the mobile, agile, hostile, hungry? He ate me. That was a Ooh. very underrated one. Yeah, that was. And, yeah. As Freddie kind of alluded to earlier, the best part was that Jared embraced them and laughed just as hard as everyone else. Yeah. So it's uh, we voted one podcaster off with Charles last round, but I'm I'm keeping our former podcaster moving on this one. His nicknames were as funny and clever as, as, as they get, and he was too. And, Freddie, here's what's really going to set Jared apart is there's no other Jared Lorenzen. But, right. you know, maybe Wilson Berry, he's going to have some Aussie in him. Matt Pan well, wasn't bad. I'm, I'm going to go a different angle here. I'm a science guy. Uh-huh. Uh, my cousin is actually a big shot with NASA right? with, the, with a Ph.D. in astrophysics or something like that. You got all the Jared, family. Jared did not believe that we went to the moon, so that's how that's related. So I'm going to go in an upset with Max Duffy. Wow. Wow. That's really putting me on the spot. It's really put me on the spot. But here's the thing. I recently heard from Max Duffy. I, I got a <laughs> message from him and it was very mean to me. He made a bald joke. So Max, oh. get the hell out of here with you and your bald jokes. <laughs> 22 is on to the final four where it will take on air raid sirens. Sirens. Ooh, Rouse, he's about he's about ten years late on that bald joke. So, <laughs> oh, you can just go to hell, Chuck. That's <laughs> what you were putting my Duffy. fair catches in there. All right. Is in Max Duffy older than you? He's probably is. We're I think we're like the same age. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's why it's all in good fun. But this next topic, I don't know if it's going to be fun for either of us. To choose because we have Steven Johnson's tongue against quarterback Lynn Bowden, two iconic quarterbacks, two iconic moments. I see Charles, the, I see the hamster spinning in your head. So I'm going to go to Doc Thompson first and see where he stands. Doc Thompson, what say you? Yeah, I appreciate all the oral references here with the tongue and mouth guard and all that. <laughs> um, thanks on that. And putting the plugs here for Justice Dental and Steven Johnson's tongue, although I don't know that's a great one for us. Maybe it is. Um, 
so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, with Bowden quarterback, and uh, yeah, I'll stick with that. Freddie, your quarterback, you know a thing or two about him. Which quarterback is taking the cake here? Well, I'm telling you, the ink has changed my life. I'm going Lynn Bowden here. Oh man, Lynn's in danger. Stephen Johnson's tongue's in danger. Charles, I'm not even going to see if you want to carry the water for your friend who threw quite a few passes to you. So I'm going to ask Drew, is it quarterback Lynn Bowden? Uh, again, I'm going to sound this one out for you. We have we have two styles here. There's one style I just ran past you. I'm about to score. I'm taunting you. But I'm going to go with the style of I might punch you in the jaw in warm-ups, <laughs> then run past you, and then taunt you. So for me, I'm going with Lynn Bowden because you might get the, the fight and the taunt, and at that point you just own that person. Well, Steven Johnson's tongue did not last to the Final Four, but the other Stevie Johnson could make it. Stevie getting loose, Stevie's LSU touchdown, Stevie Johnson against the greatest celebration in the history of Kentucky football celebrations, crowd surfing stoops. Freddie, where do you I, fall? <clears throat> this is the championship game? This No, this is to get to the Final Four, our final get, matchup to get to the Final Four. I am going with the crowd surfing Mark Stoops here. That's a good choice, Freddie. Charles, I made you sit out the last one. You can stand up and crowd surf if you'd like. Or you can go with Stevie and his looseness. I'm going to stand up and crowd surf. Uh, it shows his emotion and how close he is to these players in the program. Crowd surf all the way. Drew, uh, is, is, is who's who's going to the Final Four here? Uh, both of these moments made me cry. I, I still watch them regularly on YouTube. But Stevie Got Loose was just a beautiful, beautiful play to put away uh, the, the team I hate the most. So I'm going to put a vote down for Stevie Got Loose. Oh, wow. Coach Thompson, is this going to a tiebreaker? I said Coach Thompson. Yes. Yeah, I'll take that. Uh, so, yeah, the UK beating LSU was, was maybe my favorite moment in my history. Stevie Getting Loose is number two for me. And so I got to go Stevie Got Loose. Wow, it's on my shoulders. These are very, this is this is a heavy weight, a heavy burden that I don't take lightly. All and, right, time out, Nick. Time okay, out. Okay, okay. Time out. Y'all know my rule. You know me. What happens in the locker room stays in the locker room. I don't. You know what I mean? I mean that's mm -hmm. just that's the way I live my life. Mm -hmm. That Mark Stoops celebration was totally spont was spontaneous. You know, you see some coaches, you know, they, that they know they have the camera on them. Or they're they're doing something because they know recruits will be watching them. The Mark Stoops crowd surfing celebration was completely a spontaneous act of celebration by Mark Stoops. The thing too, Freddie, that people forget about that as big as beating the number one team in the nation was, as big as beating top ten Louisville was, that win, that celebration, got Kentucky a spot in an SEC East championship game. It wasn't the SEC championship game, but it got them to play Georgia. The winner of that game was going to Atlanta. That was a week unlike any other. I was so excited. I said, screw my hotel, and I drove through the night, got home at 5 a.m., fired up. It was incredible, and that's why crowd surfing Stoops is going to the Final Four. We are down to four. Nice. You want to talk spontaneous? How about getting loose for 50 yards on Louisville to win the game? That's pretty spontaneous. <laughs> I think Drew's hydration uh, process is taking effect here. 
<laughs> oh man well then there were four we've got crowd surfing stoops and quarterback Lynn Bowden against the air Aid, or those two are battling and then the air raid siren and Gerald Lorenzo nicknames let's go to Jared's nicknames versus the air raid siren mm. it's hard to compare the two because they both were a part of so many magical moments but this really is a battle of old school versus new school we going turning back the clock a couple decades charles walker or is this going to ultimately be a new school win let's start old school gerald Dorin's nicknames versus air raid siren charles who you got i'm i'm going air raid siren again when i when you said that it gave me chills and made me think about commonwealth stadium um i'm going with air raid sirens hmm hmm coach thompson where do you fall? Do you, are you still nostalgic for the air raid siren? It, it is not ran out. Every time you say it, it's doing something to me. And yeah, so I'm, <laughs> I'm air raid, air raid all day long. Going air raid. Okay, Freddie. I got to um, ask you. I'm, I, listen, if I get to, to, to use a word that highlights my accent, where I'm from, Plus Tim Couch, I'm going air raid sarn. <laughs> oh, Drew, our boy Jared went down, but I was he, go for him. He, he went down though valiantly, and I think to go down to the air raid siren, it's only appropriate because that's that's what he was doing. He was lighting it up to the sound of the sirens. We remember those touchdowns to the sound of those much more than the nicknames. What the air raid live for another day it's in the championship will it face crowd surfing stoops or quarterback Lynn Bowden Drew I want you to be the first to vote in this final four matchup you know I, I voted against crowd surfing Mark Stoops in the last round but against Lynn Bowden I think I got to give it to crowd surfing Stoops uh we've obviously weighed in so much on it I'm not going to keep hammering home the point but it's just a it, one of the defining moments of his tenure so far. That's been great. Some would argue that quarterback Lynn Bowden is a defining moment of his tenure. So but Charles, he didn't knock out the ceiling at Missouri. That's true. That's true. Charles, where do you stand on this battle? This semifinal battle. I'm still going with crowd surfing stoops. You know, Freddie kind of brought something to my attention that it was spontaneous. And that's something you forget when you see all these videos of all these coaches in locker rooms uh again it's staged yeah a lot of that stuff staged a lot of it is and that wasn't you could tell and if you know mark stoops that's not really his style i more think of the fiery redhead uh i'm going with crowd surfing stoops oh man freddie crowd surfing stoops wow wow an upset i i thought quarterback lynn bowden he was remarkable. He was unlike anything we'd ever seen before. I thought quarterback Lynn Bowden, you could have penciled into the championship, but it gets stopped short. Like you said, stopped short. Done. It was Kentucky meeting Wisconsin in the Final Four. It happened. It was brutal, but you know what? We live for an epic clash of celebrations. We have Mark Stoops' celebration against a celebration of touchdowns, the many, many touchdowns at Commonwealth Stadium back before the end zones were even filled. We had just bleachers back there. And I remember when they were doing construction too, Drew, they just had the nets up and you, they would like try to kick the the forklifts or whatever that were back there. Oh, good good times with all that dirt. 
back there at the old Commonwealth Stadium. Coach Thompson, I've hit your nostalgia bone quite a bit. Are you going to keep on scratching that? I'm going to scratch it and scratch something else, too. We started off this podcast talking about Josh Ali and Wandell Robinson, the new air raids coming into town, and I'm voting for the old air raid as well. Air raid. Oh, man. New school versus old school, Freddie. You're a little old school, um, and you you air, aired it out some once or twice. I can remember – the first game that I started against Indiana, running on, jogging onto the field to go into the huddle to call a play. And I can remember hearing the sounds of bourbon bottles bursting underneath the bleachers in the end zone. So that's how far back I go. But I am going for the championship. I am going Mark Stoops crowd, Mark Stoops crowd surfing. Okay, it's one-to-one. Charles Walker, break the tie for us. Crowd surfing. Got to oh, go man. with it. I hope to see more of it this year. I'm going with that. Final answer. Okay, Drew. Moment of truth. Golly. Drew's at the free throw line right now. <laughs> this this one's easy for me. Both are awesome. Both mean something good just happened. But we're just getting started crowd surfing. I don't need nostalgia. I don't need to look back to the 90s. I love the 90s. I like going back there occasionally. But Kentucky football is going this direction. It's going forward. And at Missouri, that was just the first ceiling tile Mark Stoops is going to knock out around the NCC. <laughs> so I'm voting crowd surfing, which I believe will move it on to the victor. It is the victor. Cue the Mo Bamba. Mark Stoops crowd yeah, surfing is the one shining moment. Dun, 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 dun. the champion of Kentucky football things. Gentlemen, I'm just proud of us. We made it to the end of a bracket, an incredibly dumb, but also spectacular bracket filled with amazing moments and things from Kentucky football. I hope everybody enjoyed this magical ride because if nothing else, it, it, it reminds of how special this March Madness moment is when Kentucky football is doing things. It's yeah. so much fun. Good job, Nick. Seriously, you did a good job on that. That was fun. Those were great. Those were those were good. The yeah. selection committee, they, they did get something right. And I think people, they do the right thing if they went to Justice Dental to get their choppers checked out. Uh, you'll probably run into Drew there. You'll definitely run into Doc Thompson. And now you can say you know a guy because you listen to him and you can also call him an idiot for being the only one to pick air raid sirens in the championship <laughs> <game>. <laughs> <laughs> we joke hey, about it was a, being there a lot but i'm there next week <laughs> <laughs> hey guys it, it it was a blast joining you i, I appreciate uh, everything and yeah we'd love to see anybody at justice dental that uh for any 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 dental need that is so uh, we'd appreciate it and look forward to seeing everybody absolutely i'm telling you if, if he if he can get me in the chair he can get anybody in the chair and that's from cleanings to feelings basic needs and then i've had a couple he's done a couple of implants for me which is a long process yeah. but it, it was it was easy it was too easy it was simple in and out and uh yeah. listen i don't want to just talk about justice dental because they're on their podcast now i mean i am a true patient and doc thompson's a friend of mine who bought me a bar nick you were there doc thompson Send his friend to bring me a barbecue sandwich in Owensboro. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. That, that was Doc Thompson that did that. 
So anybody that <laughs> yeah. would send me a, bar, a Owensboro barbecue sandwich has served the right to become your dentist, folks. <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it was the real barbecue. Was, uh, I love Moonlight. And maybe that's another practice, but old, old hickory is close to my yeah. heart. But, uh, but yeah, uh, I, I appreciate that, Freddie. And certainly at Justice Dental, we, we do do a myriad of things from dental implants to fillings to oral hygiene and or cleanings. I do all the sedations as well. IV sedation and oral sedation if it's not Amen. your favorite place. Amen. You, don't, you don't have to. Yeah, you don't have to remember your dental appointment. You can wake up. You can you can wake up and it's all over with. So uh, yeah, I appreciate, like I, I appreciate everything. That's what I did. I went. I had to have a bunch of stuff done, and I went in for a, a long block of time, and they knocked me out. And listen, next thing I knew, I was in my car going home, and I was finished. Instead of you know going back and back and back, I knocked it all out. Charles, your teeth are looking pretty bad. You need to go to the dentist, man. Yeah, I've had, I've had one cavity my entire life, and it was when I was about 14. So <laughs> I will come visit you, dog. I love Starlight or Moonlight. I, I love Owensboro Barbecue. I love mutton. So I'll be sure to come visit you next time I'm there. You two need hey, to get together on. on the golf course. Oh, yeah, hey, we can man, do we'll that, too. Hey, let's do it. And if you want to forget uh, this last basketball season, we can start an IV for that as well. <laughs> there you everything go. that happens. So. <laughs> hey, do y'all, do y'all fit grills there? I could get a grill, too. Talk yeah, about all these yeah, ben, Benny Snell, uh, mouthpieces, grills, whatever you want, man. Come on over. <laughs> I love it. Well, I, I, I'm glad everybody listened. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, thanks, Doc Thompson, for joining us. Justice Dental, Dental for sponsoring the podcast. And uh, to just seeing everybody. It's good to see everybody once again. It's been a while. It's good to get the gang back together. And we'll be back before you know it. So thanks again for tuning in. Remember to subscribe to this podcast, 11 Personnel, the Depth Chart Podcast. We'll have spring football coverage for the foreseeable future. You can listen to it all with KSR. Thank you so much. And remember, go Cats and go Kroger. And peep the technique. Purple sweat the technique.